Have you seen this? There we go. Welcome to Have You Seen This? The world's only podcast about obscure, overlooked, and misbegotten media. All discussions will be spoiler heavy. You have been warned. This show would not be possible without the support of our patrons. If you would like to support our show, join us at patreon.com slash have you seen this. For just $5 a month, get access to our Discord and all three episodes every month covering movies you've never heard of, or maybe wish you hadn't. We are covering the 31 movie series, Carry On. And for this episode, we have one of our favorite guests, Bitter Corella, to help us with it. Hey, thanks for having me. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> God, this is going to get really irritating really fast. Isn't yeah, it? it's but a bit like, of all right. Like Tim said to me yesterday over text, he was like, yeah, you watch enough of these and you get like carry on pilled. Yeah. <laughs> and I was everything. like, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to be walking around going, whoa, and everything. <laughs> yeah, everything is like a, a double entendre witty rejoinder. Um uh, forced uh, a brittle bon mot. Yes, and um, like Tim said, there are, there were thirty one of these fucking movies. Um, we didn't watch all thirty one. I think Tim probably came the closest. He fell right. in oh, a weird oh, I came pretty hole. close. Then I had oh! to tap out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, behave! Oh wait, that's Austin Powers. <laughs> Never mind. Um, well, there is uh, because we've covered a number of them and uh, carry on camping. You'll notice. Um, uh, one of the Austin Powers uh, moves directly lifts a gag from that. Which one? The uh, silhouettes in a tent. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. This is this is durable comedy, folks. You can see why these movies have held on so long culturally. Because people right, yeah. still watch them, not just us. Uh, I will say that this the experience of watching... A sampling of carry-on films reminded me quite a bit of back when I was a weeb in college. And I was wa- mm-hmm. I had, like, some VHS tapes of um, Urusei Yatsura. That's the anime with Lum, the 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 cute tiger-striped demon girl. And the company that translated and subtitled these episodes, they would put, like, a little sheet in each cassette case that explained like the majority of the references in the show because the show was so steeped in Japanese culture and references to Japanese things that would be baffling to Americans that they knew that even the weebs buying this shit would probably be like wait what like why why is it supposed to be funny that the octopus looks angry I don't understand this and it's kind of the same thing with this to a degree maybe early on in the run, starting with uh, the first one, 1958, Carry On Sergeant, because there were quite a few jokes in that where I was just like, what? What? This is a style of humor that, as as the Munchen in a lot of documentaries that they made about this, because it has been such a, I don't know, influential, significant series of broad comedy movies that yes. it kind of slots in the place between like uh, dance hall performances um, and uh, and variety shows. Um, for the for those don't, of you, don't forget the panto, Tim. 
<laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, I haven't forgotten that. I haven't forgotten the um, cultural legacy of saucy postcards. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just setting the tone for British humor. It, pretty much what happened was Carry On really became like the, I don't know, like the face of that a level of humor. It, it was all these disparate cultural, like low cultural elements that Carry On just kind of uh, conglomerated into like their thing, and they were the ones who were really driving this um, this sort of broad comedy for for decades. And you know the public responded to it because they they did it for um, uh, what like thirty years or so. Yes, um, from nineteen fifty eight all the way up through nineteen ninety two. Yeah, and it was only because you know. Uh, hard living, hard drinking Brits uh, eventually just started dropping off from the cast. <laughs> and it's like well, we can't make these movies anymore if like half of them are dead. Um, but uh, but but yeah, to talk about like its cultural relevance, I mean, I guess it was kind of the uh, UK equivalent of um, in the tradition of vaudeville, which uh, you know we we don't have any kind of you know low comedy like that anymore. But um, I am going to send Jen a, uh, a video of a cat eating a tamale. Um, <laughs> you can watch some, uh, <laughs> some dramatic yeah, chipmunk. Yeah, you know, like these, these movies, they're fine. But, you know, we like real sophisticated comedy these days. Like a short yeah. video of a cat uh, biting down on a woman's labia and stretching it. Right. Or... <laughs> Or, you know, a reaction TikTok of, that's right, it goes in the square hole. Um, you know, maybe a, an Australian musical comedy uh, about uh, how a guy is just a, a piece of shit and doesn't work here. Or, you know, any, any, anything of that sort. Uh, the likes of which, uh, much more refined than what you're going to get in a vaudeville or uh, a variety show. The point right, I'm making. Guess, right, yeah. and I guess, um, you know... Jokes, jokes aside, um, I think part of the reason why these are so durable is not just because they, and they are intensely British. Like this is, I mean, you could probably put this on like the uh, the Pioneer satellite to like just explain the United Kingdom to aliens. <laughs> yeah, um, like it's a bit of all right. Not, yeah, yeah. Not only are they uniquely British, but I think because of the and I'm not even saying this as a negative necessarily, the somewhat of a lack of sophistication of the bits that... No, that's that's very British. Uh, right, yeah, because people um, have this conception of, you know, the British being stiff upper lip and blah, blah, but as you get to know the culture, you're like, oh, wait, these people are very crude and disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think because it, it is lowbrow comedy, it has a certain durability like in spite of and it's it's sort of annoying in the documentaries about the series because the comedians always say oh well you couldn't you you couldn't do this today like you could everyone's too politically correct or i guess like those documentaries were sort of somewhat older i guess now they say like well everyone's too woke to make a carry-on movie mm-hmm. and it's like yeah sure like in the same you know the same culture that where we have like South Park and Big Mouth. Yeah, nobody's gonna make crude comedy. That's crazy. You know, where right, Come Town yeah. can make fifty thousand dollars a month or whatever. Like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. nobody's gonna go for that. They're just gonna get canceled. 
But, you know, these movies are actually not nearly as crude as I would like them to be, though. You know, um, that, that was kind of the funny thing. Yeah. Going in. Yeah. Because um, I. We, yeah. You, I think in all the ones I've seen, I saw one single boob and no, no farts, not a single fart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, that's true. And I know true. You, you have been. Yeah. Hugely mm. disappointed at that. Um, and I in one of the documentaries that I watched about. It, yeah. They're talking about how they're like they're they're naughty movies but they're not dirty movies so you can right. have like you know a, a a hint or like a suggestion but it'd be like yeah just you know shake your tits that's then that gets into a whole different realm it's 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 being kind of like more of a wink and a nod than a than a winky and some knobs i, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> blimey i'm working on it thanks for listening if you enjoyed this episode, you can get two extra episodes every month, plus access to our growing catalog of reviews for just $5 a month by going to patreon.com and searching for, have you seen this?